Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name's Jason Newland and please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Thank you very much. Website is jasonnewland.com. Yes, it is. It really is. I'm not lying. I wonder if I could log into my website. I wonder. I wonder if anyone's actually visiting. Is anybody visiting my website? I don't know. Gotta be someone. Shopify. Yeah. So today's Friday, the second of December, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. I just started watching Fargo season four. Now, I didn't even know there was a season four until recently. And I watched all three seasons, the previous seasons, and I liked them a lot. I did. I very much did. But I didn't know. Uh, I get, I mean, it was. I think the season four was brought out in 2020. And just didn't hear about it, which is weird. Strange. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, it's got Chris Rock is the star. So I was a little bit surprised at that, but apparently, well, from from what I remember, a couple of weeks back, had good reviews. So there's always this, it's a degree of silliness because it's uh, like mobster, gangster, warfare, and, you know, it's kind of, there's a, there's a childishness of it, of adults kind of being like children but really horrible children it's you know mentality wise and it just reminds me a little bit because I've watched the first bit it reminds me a little bit of the gangs of New York with Leonardo DiCaprio and the gangs fighting over putting out a fire there's one scene and there was like the Irish were fighting against the Americans and the Jews and the the black Americans and the Italians and it was like really uh, kind of all these different gangs and there was a fire and they they were beating each other up 
Like they all had their own little fire service. And I'll be honest with you, I turned it off. Didn't watch it after that because I just found it so ridiculous. And it's supposed to be based upon a true story. This is Gangs of New York. Is it Gangs of New York? And I just couldn't watch it. It's the idea of people fighting over putting a fire out was beyond my my capability to think that way to just I just couldn't I can't I can't grasp my head around the idea that an adult or adults would be that pathetic but apparently it happened And it's just weird, just the whole, you know, the underground of America, the run by certain groups of people. And it's, oh, it's interesting. It's interesting, but I just couldn't... This is okay. This, this is kind of similar, but not on that level of ridiculousness. I can't watch people fighting over putting a fire out. It's just there's a limit that's my line in the sand sorry it's just I'll put up with adults playing children's games and getting paid millions and, and people getting all emotional over stuff like that and like okay it's, that's what they do cool but I I've got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> just, it's like, I, I, it might, it's supposed to be a really good film, but I couldn't watch it after that. And then Leonardo DiCaprio is a bare knuckle boxer, or bare knuckle fighter. This is when he was like young. You know, it's like, mm, mm, no. No, 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 so, yeah, I didn't, never got to, I should watch it one day, I thought about watching it, you know, closing my eyes during the, during the, the fire, the fire bit, but just out of just, duh. maybe fast forward that bit, so I don't have to see them all pour each other's water out their buckets <laughs> it's ridiculous seriously it's one of the most ridiculous things I've seen on film in fact I might watch it now as I talk to you just to remind myself just how ridiculous Gangs of New York oh excuse me stupid fire scene right so gangs of New York um, it it should I'll make sure I've got the volume down it may, this should be it Lasts of one minute, so okay. I'll watch that while I'm talking to you. 
hopefully it shouldn't come on any kind of sound right yes yeah, so there's fireworks which starts a fire okay next thing is a little kid ringing a bell you know and it's all like a, it's this is in New York and it's very towny at this point people's stores and that so one fire department comes along and they're waving at everybody they're waving they've got the fire truck right and now other people are starting to cover over the the water hose you know the the water things you can connect to hiding them and now another truck's coming completely different people to put out the fire and the first people are saying stop we don't need you no and they're all fighting now they're all fighting it is among and people are just watching laughing at it is just silly never mind okay I'll get rid of that yeah it's as, it's ridiculous as I remember that's a problem it ruined the film for me that it might be not the best film in the whole wide world but I'm never gonna know Mind you, there has been movies in the past that I haven't watched because I just didn't bother. And maybe they were like really, really popular and I didn't watch them because of that. I'm trying to think which ones. Uh, there's a few films. One recently that I discovered, um, oh, what's it called? Circular, no. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, I forget. But yeah, like, I wouldn't watch. What's that female film? <laughs> Can't say that, can you? But. It was mainly females that what that loved it. Uh, Dirty Dancing. You can say, well, men liked it too. Yeah. Five men. Five men. And one of them was Patrick Swayze. So, it's just one of those things, you know. It's like, it's like me saying that mainly males enjoy watching superhero films like the Marvel Avengers movies of course probably millions of women love it but mainly males watch the Avenger movies I would pretty much say that's factual now we can't say that yeah, I can just did just did of course I can it's obvious in the same way as, um, what's that musical? Not high school musical, with the Glee Club. Glee Club, is it? Glee Club. Now, prob I'm, I would bet every single thing I've got in the world 
that more females watch that than men, or when it was on. But saying that, I loved it. But even as a big fan of it, it's like a dirty little secret to me, really, but my dirty little secret, but it's one of them. I know that it's mainly aimed at probably younger females, like school age. So it's, it's it's not a bad thing. It's just you know everyone everyone's got his category and it's in it, eh? In it. <laughs> Plus, is this the way it is? I mean, top one one hundred films of all time. Okay, domestic gross. Ah, oh, this is interesting because I never did this before. Unadjusted for inflation, but then there's one adjusted for inflation. Domestic gross. Why has it got 100 films of all time worldwide gross? What's the difference to domestic gross and worldwide? Um, what does domestic mean then? Or they class themselves domestic. Okay, let's. Okay. The domestic unadjusted for inflation. I understood that bit. List of box office champs is top heavy recent. Ranking may change. There are a few films that are the top grossing. Blah, 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 blah. What does it mean by domestic? Is it just in America? Is that what they mean? Are they forgetting about the world? Is it the America and the rest of the world? That's the two choices. I don't understand. Don't understand. Huh. Well, anyway, number one. Top 100 films of all time. Worldwide. Avatar 2009. Now... Why people went to watch that film, I don't understand. Subtitles all the way through it. I mean, yeah, visual effects were great. But subtitles? Why? Why have subtitles? Can you imagine how many more people would watch it? Yeah, yeah it's the biggest film. That's unadjusted for inflation. So, so if we if we forget that one, let's go to domestic. I don't know what domestic means. I'm still not sure. Domestic. Is this an American website? It's filmsite.org. Box office all time ranking both U.S. domestic. Oh, U.S. domestic. Of course. Of course, there's America or there's the rest of the world. Why don't they just put the whole world? Why Why would you... I don't understand that. It makes... I mean, people from all over the world are going to come to this website. You know, once you're on the internet, you're no longer a country. You're world. You're the world, you know. My website, all my podcasts, when I upload them, 
they're not English podcasts, they're for the world. They're for anyone in the entire world that has access to the internet to listen to. So I don't talk to I don't talk to English people when I'm doing this. I'm talking to English people. No, I'm talking to whoever's listening. So really the only list really the the one that's important is the hundred top films of all time worldwide but I want to see the adjusted for inflation version that's what I want damn you so Avatar not adjusted for inflation so this is Avatar Avengers Endgame number three Titanic then Star Wars Avengers wow can you imagine though Titanic was 1997 and it's number three and it's still not adjusted for inflation so Titanic would be way at the top wouldn't it it's got to be in it? it's got to be above Avatar well depends how much Avatar took probably over a billion Star Wars episode V11 that was 2015 so that's number four I mean, I always thought that, you know, like, they say things like, oh, uh, you know, the end game is the top, because at the time I think it was, or Star Wars is the biggest movie of all time now. Like, okay. I bet you more people went to see E.T. But then thinking about it, I... I can't imagine, because E.T. was what, about 1981, 82, and there was less people on the planet, a hell of a lot less people, so even though, yeah, that's what I'd like to see, is the amount of people that went to see the movies, but I don't think in my entire life, my entire life okay going back through my memory as far back as I can kind of remember there's never been a bigger movie than E.T. Uh, as far as people talking about it and it's like there's never been I don't think there's ever been a bigger album than Thriller I know, obviously, it's one of the biggest albums of all time. But the publicity it got, constant, constant talking about it. The release of his uh, Thriller song, the video, on Channel 4 at, like, 5 to 11, on a Tuesday, or I think, like, a Thursday or Friday night. It was just like, wow. You know, it's those things... um, I mean, E.T. is near the top of the list for, okay, it's number 25 for, this is for America, so for top 100 films of all time, domestic gross, what's domestic gross, what's gross, you got net and then you got gross, I don't know which is which, one is before tax, 
or is it before expenses? I don't know. One's after. Everything's paid out. So ET, 1982, okay. It's number 25 in America. Now I'd, like, I'd be interested to see how it is in other countries because in this country, in my country, it was absolutely huge. Like, I don't think there was one person, probably, it'd be a handful of people in the whole country that didn't see it at the, at the cinema. Because those were the days where, you know, you didn't just have to wait a few months and watch it on DVD or stream it or watch it on video. You know, none of that was available. I mean, videos were available, but you'd have to wait absolutely ages until it came out on video to watch. And video shops had only just started opening. You know, I don't think there was a Blockbusters in this country anyway. DVDs didn't exist. Well, they probably did exist, but not in the format that we, as a public, used them. But in the top 100 films of all time, domestic gross... It's number four, E.T., number four. And I think to myself, really? Really? And then I look at the films that were higher than it. Star Wars. And then it reminds me of another huge film that had... uh, to be fair, I might have to go back on what I said. I'm not sure. Maybe Star Wars did. I mean, got more views. Got more people paying to watch it. And it was earlier as well. With 77. But I... You know... I remember it coming out. And I remember... TV was talking about it, television just kept talking about it, program after program about it, Um, it was, you know, it was the biggest thing, but at the the time of E.T., E.T. was the biggest thing, there was nothing else that came even close, there was, I'm sure there's loads of really good movies in 1982, but E.T., was by far the the top one. But do you want do you want to know what's at the top of the list? This is in the USA. This is uh, so you got unadjusted for inflation and then adjusted for inflation. Star Wars unadjusted. Star Wars the first no Star Wars V one one. The Force Awakens, 2015. But in adjusted for inflation one, 1939, Gone with the Wind. Wow. I do, I do wonder why then. Why not just include, just... I guess I want to know what it is in UK, what what the UK had. 
what did England how many people because we must have millions of people go and watch Star Wars and E.T. But so you got Gone with the Wind, number one, Star Wars number two, number three, The Sound of Music, nineteen sixty-five. Now I struggled to believe that. Now I wasn't alive, so and there's no reason for me to you know, think that they're lying to me. I think they are. But they might not be, but I think they are. They're probably not. Probably are, though. I don't know if they are, but I reckon they are. The Sound of Music, 1965. How could that be number three? The hills are alive with the sound of music. My friend, uh, I said, just literally said someone knock on the door. To let me know the boxing's on Channel 5. Like, well, what? I forgot what day it was. It's Friday. And uh, a new thing, like, I didn't know it was going to be every week, but uh, Channel 5 has started, uh, they got a contract with this company. The boxing, you know, boxing uh, promoter. And it's like, wow. Because you don't get boxing much on normal telly terrestrial telly normally it's streaming and or having to pay for fights so yeah it's on there's but what used to happen quite often is they'd or they just show the main fight you would never see the undercard but what's been happening now is they're actually the show lasts for like a couple of hours so you get to see two fights at least two fights, sometimes three. But generally, yeah, generally two 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 hours is two fights. So you get an undercard fight and a and the main event because was it three minutes, four minutes times by twelve. So what's that? Forty, fifty, eight minutes is that? So yeah, so it's it's pretty much an hour, isn't it? Um, so it's three minutes plus a, there's a, a, a minute between each round and yeah so I've got it on mute so, so I'm I'm, dis, I'm not distracted I'm not look at his hair no I'm not distracted <laughs> I'm not I'm not so I'm surprised what's it like for you in your do you still have cinemas where you are and what's it like in a cinema I haven't been in a cinema for a long long time you know years and years and years and years and years not even sure I remember the last film I saw it might have been it might have been Fantastic Four like the new Fantastic, the newer version of the Fantastic Four, which is probably, I don't know, seven years ago, maybe? I don't think I've been to the cinema since I moved here. And I've been here since 2015. Yeah. You know, it, when I, I lived in a different town, to, I've, I've moved around a bit, as you may know if you listen regularly. I lived, the last town I lived in, there was two cinemas 
one really good cinema like really good you know it's like had loads of flaws like it was 3d blah you know 7d double d it's like everything that you wanted on an industrial estate and it wasn't wasn't far from the town center it was it was a little walk but it wasn't far and it was very popular you could places to park in that but there's one in town in the cent just kind of just near the center of town not far okay the end of town and it's old but they still showed movies and no one went there it, you'd go there and literally you might see three or four people in the cinema it was beautiful I just have cosy feelings remembering it in fact I've never been so happy right now remembering being able to just sit there and not have to just I don't know it's almost like being in your own living room if there's no one else there it's beautiful it's lovely and if there is someone coughing or sneezing you know they're too far away because I always sit as far away from anyone as possible it's lovely it's perfect oh and I remember that I think the last movie I watched was Spider-Man 3 so we're going back a long time the, and this is the one with um, this is probably about 2003 2004 so yeah you know it's, it's, a, it's a little while a little while ago and I just you know I was it was just I just remember it I wasn't I wasn't very well at the time and I remember but it just I just have these memories of that cinema and it got closed down because no one went <laughs> so it was like a, a you know the best thing about it was the thing that destroyed it They couldn't cover the wages, probably, of the staff. Never mind the cost of paying for the movies and, you know, whatever. I imagine there's a lot of costs involved in running a cinema. But I just loved it. I did. Anyway. Um, so the all-time greatest films worldwide that's what I'm more interested in the thing is you say worldwide I mean really I mean I don't know I might be wrong here but I can't imagine a lot of these movies will be particularly popular in non-English speaking countries apart from people that were English speaking now of course you know they, they have subtitles and stuff don't they I guess but Perhaps that's why Avatar was the top worldwide, because they just put in different subtitles. So French for France, uh, and so on. So 
couldn't think of any other countries but France. Is, is there other countries? France isn't the only country, is it? No, there's others, I think. And maybe that's why. Avengers Endgame. I, mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I just can't imagine many countries... Would it, how, how popular would it be in... I'm not going to say Belgium, because I, I want, I'm trying not to say Belgium. Um, I, I don't know. Is it popular in Belgium? Is it popular in uh, Sweden or Norway or uh, Germany or uh, Jamaica or... You know, it's there's an old joke. This isn't it's an English joke, and I'll tell you, it's really it's like you say it to an English person, and they'll know straight away. They'll just roll their eyes. Okay, so here's a joke. This is for people that haven't heard it. It's not my joke. It's not even particularly funny, but it's it's just it's more like a, a I don't know. Anyway, well, how it goes is this. He said, um, <clears throat> I, what was it? Oh, yeah. We are, uh, I went with my wife. I took, I, I took my wife on a honeymoon. I took her to, to the Caribbean. That's the Caribbean. Um, spelled correctly, Caribbean. Uh, I took it to the Caribbean. I took it to the Caribbean. So what? Next thing is this: was Jamaica. No, she wanted to come. <laughs> See, to Jamaica. No, she wanted to come. It's an old English joke. Is there's a lot of old. Um, I should do more of that. Let you know a bit more about England. Yeah, I should, because it's a <laughs> it's a wet and wild journey here. It's a wet and wild journey. It's a, you know, it's kind of there's a lot of differences, and maybe there's things that you don't know about this country that if you've never been here before, I could be your guide. Now. I can give you a little bit of a guide towards going to places that I've been to, but they're limited, you know, so I could talk about Belgium, I've been to Belgium three times, only, and the only thing I could say about it, it's lovely, it's, it was quiet when I went there, which is nice, I like quiet, but it was on a, I think it was a Sunday we went, might have been a Sunday, so it's not... This was in the late 80s, so there wasn't a lot going on anywhere on a Sunday. And it was nice, I liked it. It was kind of the only country I'd ever been to. It was my first foreign country. So it was exciting. And I've been to Bulgaria, I could tell you a bit about that, but that's like 20 years ago now, nearly. Yeah, 20 years ago. Um, I could talk about France, but again, that's even further. That's 1989, a long time ago. I 
talk about Ireland. I lived in Ireland for a while, but that was 2004. So that's quite some time ago, isn't it? Hmm. Ah. <laughs> I still want to go back to the top 100 films of all time adjusted for inflation kind of makes more sense to me ah okay so that's that's because some of these films are before my time that's why I don't kind of get why they were so popular I mean I've heard of all of them like Gone with the Wind is number one of all time domestic oh excuse me that's lovely lovely bit of gas adjusted for inflation Gone with the Wind biggest movie of all time in America now I doubt that's I mean I don't know how well that did in other countries I know of it. The problem is, America were ahead of us. They were pretty much ahead of the whole world when it came to movies and cinemas and even television. You know, I only got I only got my first color TV uh, last year. You know, it's it's <laughs> we we not. It's honestly, I don't think we even had. Well, no, Gone with the Wind, nineteen thirty nine. We were at war, so when that was released at the movies, we didn't have movies. We didn't have television. I don't think anyone had televisions back then. Um, in this country until the 60s it was all wireless you know the radio listening because wireless now is you know internet but in the old days wireless was radio that's what they call radio here I don't know if they call it that in other countries so Gone with the Wind I guess when you consider a lot of the world was busy doing other things like fighting a war so America wasn't America was just living their normal life weren't they until when did America come into the Second World War 1942 43 42 so yeah they weren't really involved to start with so I guess that would have been a massive hit worldwide. But it's been on TV loads of times. Isn't that the one with, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But he didn't actually say those words. I don't know. Sound of Music. I'd, I don't really like that movie. It's I don't like anything that involves... Nazis. I just, it's just not my thing. It just, you know, I'm just, hmm. 
I mean, you feel so alive with the sound of music. Yeah, it was it was lovely singing, and obviously, what's her name, Mary Poppins, was brilliant in that. Uh, she's won an Oscar, I think, didn't she? E.T. Obviously, I mean, how could E.T. not be? How could it not be in the top? I mean, it's how do you judge thousands of movies to give one at the top? But this is based on, you know, money taken. So, adjusted for inflation, I would bet. I'm going to do. A, I'm going to do a gamble. I would bet E.T. with inflation would be the highest movie in the UK. I'm going to test that theory now. Top UK movie with inflation. I mean, to be fair, you could just do with inflation in the last month and it'd go up. Top highest grossing films in the United Kingdom. What money made the... Okay. See, this is a game. Gone with the Wind makes a total of 3.44 billion. The highest grossing film in the global adjusted for inflation would be 3.44 billion. Ah, okay. But again, that's an American website, so it's all about, yeah, USA Today. So I want to know, like, worldwide, or at least UK. Okay. But then you put in UK and it's, it goes the highest grossing UK film of all time. I'm not interested in a film made in the UK. According to this, Skyfall remains the biggest earner. What's... United Kingdom. United Kingdom. This is not... This is not including inflation. Top earning films. The highest earners at the box office are mostly American films and UK-US co-productions. Sequels, remakes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with seven films in the Harry Potter franchise. Five Star Wars and five James Bond, Daniel Craig James Bond films. Five films in the Marvel and Peter Jackson's first four Tolkien adaptions have earned in excess of 50 million. Have earned in excess of 50, is that all? For fi- I thought it'd make more than 10 million a movie. Um, this table only charts films released since 1989, but due to inflation, it's unlikely anything released prior to this will surpass the films on the nominal terms. Okay. Well. Mm, so, yeah. 1989. That's not long ago, is it? So, Star Wars 2015, The Force Awakens. So, that's the... That's the number one. Then Skyfall, then No Time to Die, then Spider-Man, No Way Home, Spectre, Avatar. So Avatar's only number six. 
in our charts. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's not interesting, is it really? But then it's 2009. Gross in millions. 94 million. The top one's 130, 123 million. That's, that's the top one. Star Wars, The Force Awakens. So I'm just thinking, 94 million in 2009, 2009, 2019, 2021, it's 13 years, 94 million, 123, I don't know, I'm not sure what inflation is, probably wouldn't be, would it? Ah. I think it's because we don't like subtitles here. I don't. I can't stand subtitles. I don't mind so much now, but I used to really. I don't. If I go out to watch a movie, you know, I go out to watch the movie, not to read the movie. Beauty and the Beast, 2017, 72 million. Wow. That's a surprise. Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Beauty and the Beast. So what's the name from Harry Potter? Is the only one out of the whole Harry Potter series, the stars, that had a that had like a really huge hit like that as big as that outside of the actual Harry Potter films so there's only one Harry Potter film that was more successful than Beauty and the Beast and that was part two The Deathly Hallows so the, the girl from that whatever her name is she actually is is, that, is, is it her? Is it her or is it someone else? No, it is her, isn't it? Yeah, it is her. Emma what? Is it Emma Watson? Is she Harry Potter? Harry, Harry Potter's girlfriend? No, she's not. Oh, yes, she is. Hermione. Hermione. Herminoni, Herminoni, silly name, silly name, stop with the silly names everybody, Hermione, Hermione, Herm, 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 Hermes, Herm, 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 Himom, I don't know. Hermione. 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 It's hard to spell as well. Hermione. 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 Hermione.
Trevor. What's wrong with you? What the heck? No, stop it. Uh, I got a family member called Hermione. I can't spell the name. I have to look it up if I send cards. I don't send cards for anyone anymore. But when I did, I used to be like, oh, how would you spell that name again? Hemophiliac? No, not hemophiliac. Hermaphrodite? No, not hermaphrodite. That's what I said. Right. All right, right then. Right, Susie. Right, Tracy. Right, Steve. Right, me. <laughs> Good to see you. Oh. Hemorrhoids. Okay, Joker. Wow. I was surprised at that. Joker was quite high up. This is only since 2000 and what was it, 1989? Joker's number 26. Number 44 is Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And then 42, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. 36, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one. 33, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. 30, The Dark Knight Rises. Hmm. What about DVD sales? What about, I mean, not so much now, because I don't think, do they, uh, can you buy DVDs anymore? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know why I'm talking this, this, this high. I mean, there's the streaming rights, and I guess some places that you can buy or rent the movie online. Mamma Mia, here we go again. To his. No, it's the second one, isn't it? <clears throat> First one's number 16, second one's number 20. Wasn't the second one, like, really bad? I don't know. Wasn't it? I don't know. I heard it was. I don't know. I'm sure it was brilliant, but I've heard it was awful. I don't know, really. Uh, I liked the first one. I did. Didn't watch the second one because I didn't want to get typecast as someone that watches Mamma Mia films. The Lion King. 2019, number 11, wow. I'd have thought the original Lion King would be much higher up. Because that was in the 90s and that was huge, wasn't it? Remember? Can you see the love tonight? Mr. Elton John. Mr. Elton, how much money can you make from your friend's funeral, John? Wow. Yeah. Can you... 60 million. Can you see... How much... Did... Elton... Make... From... That... Song. Even the internet will know this. How much... How much did Elton make from that song? 
much uh, did he make from that song? Oh, I'm apparently the internet's not. <laughs> okay. How much? How much did he make from funeral song? I've looked this up before, so I do know. <clears throat> so it raised thirty-eight million. So maybe it did all go to. Okay, I should stop talking. And maybe I believed that he actually earned quite a bit of money from himself. Can okay, how much was that? Was John Drew? How much has Elton John's tribute to made for charity? So it's 38 million. Blimey. Yeah. It, sh it was the biggest selling song of all time in the UK. I think even above Live Aid, I think it was the biggest selling single. Um, it spent an impressive five weeks at number one in the country and was once the best-selling single of all time in the UK. Was once? What's what's it now then? What's the most... I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Peppa Pig, probably. However, however most impressive of all is the fact that John opted not to profit from the song's popularity with sales instead going towards the... See, I've heard different things online and said different things. I'm going to believe that because these are decent blokes who are good for him. But didn't do his career any harm, did it? Shh, didn't say that. I mean, it's put him on the world stage, didn't it? He hadn't. When's the last time he did anything? In the 90s, you know, he did what? Can you hear the world tonight? You know, the lion song. Did he say some sacrifice? Oh, no, no. To the season, into the season. Other ones. Okay, let's have a little look. L and John album sales by year okay Elton John album sales uh, by year if we can do that let's have a little look let's have a little look so hmm, 19 Okay. Ah, all right. So, okay, fair enough. He's that's weird. So I'll just buy his the top. So goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, nineteen seventy-three is his biggest album. Seventy thirty-one million. Elton John's greatest hits 1974 now that was disappointing it wasn't his greatest hits was it because he well clearly 100 years later he's still doing it 
uh, 18 million. Love Songs, 1995, that was his third biggest album, 8 million. Very best of Elton John, 1990, another best of Elton John, 6.6 million. Greatest Hits, 1970 to 2002, 5.5 million. Greatest Hits Volume 2, 1977, blimey, he was very prolific though wasn't he in the 70s, brilliant, I loved his songs in the 70s, 5, 5 million, Rocket Man, number 1's 2007, 3.8 million, The One, 1992, 3.4 million, Sleeping With The Past, 1989, 3.3 million, so I'm surprised, what about his early 80s? Because he was really popular, wasn't he, in the 80s? You don't know, I'm still standing, better than I've ever been, looking like a, like a big cigar, dancing like a sugar queen, I don't know. He was like Nikita, remember? Nikita, would you ever know anything about my soul? Don't shoot me, I'm only the piano player, 1973. Number 12, Made in England, 95, 97, The Big Picture, 14, 2.2 million. So, so his 14th biggest album was 1997. Yeah, Caribou. Madman Across the Water, 1971. Duets, One Night Only, One Night Only, Better Than You've Ever Been, Can You Hear The Love Tonight, Rock Of The Blood, look how many albums he's had, he's had like, he's had, wow, 58 albums, which means he must have sold millions. <laughs> Obviously, I've just gone through the fact that he has. His first album, he sold 8,000 in 1971. And then by 1974, 18 and a half million. Just shows you that... to be as a musical genius <laughs> and you can get through this he's uh, I love his 70s stuff it's weird because I'm not really into 70s music but him that's different I think his 70s music was the best better than his 80s stuff personally just my personal preference he was brilliant just just brilliant sales 3.92 million. Elton John actually performed at a football stadium that I used to live behind. This is about 90, no, 2004, 2005, <clears throat> 2004, I think. And it was so annoying because he was playing and it was too loud. I could hear it in my home and I didn't want to listen to him. I wanted to watch EastEnders. I couldn't hear the television because all I could hear was can you hear the I'm 
still standing tonight. Nikki told you whether or not. And it was like an album because he sounds. He's got a deeper voice now than he used to have. But he still sounds just great. He's. You know, it's, it's phenomenal, really. There'll never be another Elton. Well, does that make up for me saying that he made lots of money off of the funeral? Good. Thank you. That's what I read. That's what I read. Obviously, I read wrong. So I'm sorry. I mean... You know, I mean... It's... I'd like to know how many sales he got in 1997. How many record uh, albums albums did Elton John sell in 1997? That's all I want to know. I don't want to know anything else. I just want to know how many albums did he sell in 1997? So, is it, is, it, is it a lot to ask? Is it really, is it really that much to ask? Ten UK number ones, thirty UK. I've got an idea. UK charts. September nineteen ninety-seven. Official UK charts company. Okay. Da 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 La 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 la. Okay, just singles. Okay, okay. What about the albums? What about the albums? Let's have a look at the albums. So, where's the love? Where you have been loved up, George Michael. So singles, albums, back, singles. Why see the albums? I can't see the albums. Just interested, that's all. Don't judge me. I just wanna just wanna know. I wouldn't know what the albums were. I wanna know what the albums were, that's all. It's nothing weird to wanna know what the albums were. A look, albums top 100. Okay, right, there we go. See, well, according to this, made no difference. No one bought any of his albums, so see. 
just shows you what I know, doesn't it? I'm going to go back and feel guilty. Guilty as sin, as they used to say in the old times with their stupid sayings. Guilty as sin. Be here now, Oasis, number one in the UK. Here we can see, let's have a look. Let's have a look. End of the year. Be here now. Biggest album. Greatest hits eternal. Big picture, Elton John, that was number 37. Bee Gees were quite, quite uh, there, I don't know, at the time. I wonder why. So the boxing's on. <laughs> it's on, it's on mute. <laughs> Weird watching it on mute. 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 Just I don't know. It's strange. You can't. You know. You can't hear anything, obviously. But just weird. Strange. So what is it? Uh, Friday today, Saturday tomorrow. So it's it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, yeah. It's uh, it's there's a few Christmas decorations up now. It has been for a few weeks actually. But I don't know. Isn't Christmas supposed to be the twelve days of Christmas? So the twelve days leading up to Christmas, or does it include Boxing Day as well? I'm not sure. But it's supposed to be just twelve days to be. Well, I'm I'm talking traditionally. The. 12 days of Christmas. Uh. I used to, when we used to do songs at school, you know, on the first day of Christmas, a true love said to me, a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, a true love, and we'd do everyone to sing it. And a true love said to me, and I'd say, a partridge in a pear tree. I just keep repeating it. Other times, at the end of every sentence, but like on the first day of Christmas, what Trilla said to me, and I'd, I'd yell out, Five gold rings! And people would just look at me like I was absolutely crazy. Like, 
you know, so like the 12 verses and the 11 verses leading up to it. Five gold rings. The fourth day of Christmas, what you said to me. Five gold rings. And, uh, I mean, for me, I didn't like that song because it was clearly a memory test, wasn't it? going to do 12 sentences and you have to remember every single thing at the end of each sentence no I'm not doing it you can't make me that was my attitude I did have a bit of an attitude back then not like now not like now mm, um, um. very tired I'm normally in bed by now it's quarter past ten. I like to go to bed on a Friday evening and listen to the radio, to the wireless. That's it. It literally is the wireless because it's wireless internet. And it's the radio, so... <laughs> I saw this uh, YouTube video and they were talking about how they're there was a break in the I forget what it is part of space you know that part between us and space you know when you go up in a rocket and they go through that bit there was a break in that for 14 hours a few years ago and it caused solar flares and all kinds of weird stuff visually and they said that it might have actually had an effect on the planet. And then someone else said something about the, the thing they've got underground. That uh, I'm not sure which country. Germany, I think it's in Germany and Sweden. Like it's a big old circle, and they like send send these atoms around, at, you know, ten times the speed of farts or something. I don't know. And it. Someone said on there that doing that has actually changed. It destroyed our universe and we entered into a different universe, an alternative universe, which is why so many weird things are happening. And I thought, what a load of bollocks. <laughs> and I thought, oh, it is interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Maybe not, I don't know, maybe it's boring. I mean, this is supposed to be an interesting podcast, but if you're not going to join me on the ride... <laughs> so there. I was just wondering how weird it would be if we woke up and the planet had gone ahead, like time had jumped like a million years. And everyone just woke up to the planet in a million in a million years' time. So we were all the same age. We obviously we weren't a million years old because otherwise we wouldn't probably get out of bed, would we? Or we'd struggle. So it hadn't been like real time million, just like a zip forward, bing, like that. And suddenly we're a million. The the world's a million years older. And I like the idea of two versions of that. 
one where it's just one person wakes up and the planet is a million years in the future and you know all of the technology and stuff but if everybody wakes up and it's a million years in the future there'd be no technological advances unless of course our space friends from outer space came here and did stuff in the meantime so we might wake up and they might have just maybe sent us to sleep for a million years so they could just get on and do what they needed to do I don't know I'm not sure anyway that's all for me for today so thank you for listening remember to be kind to yourself lots of love bye